Hey guys, it's Maya and I just wanted to jump on here and promote my takes Instagram really quick because we're doing a lot of fun things. I'm doing more posts, more stories, and I also have to say I've started a new series called The Bottom Shelf and it's video reviews, IGTV video reviews, and I think they're super fun and they're all on the Instagram. So go follow my take on social media and specifically on Instagram at underscore my take. Maya back again, guys. I have one more update for y'all. My Take now has a Patreon. I'm trying to expand the My Take community and also expand my earnings a little bit by creating a Patreon. We have three tiers, and in the top tier, we're actually starting a My Take book club. So anybody who joins, we're going to be reading a book together a month, and there's going to be monthly live streams and Discord benefits. So I'd really, really, really appreciate it if you could go check it out. The link is in the show notes. So, I am so, so very excited for you guys to hear this episode of My Take because I'm doing an episode on My Favorite Half Night Stand by Christina Lauren. And the book follows Reed and Millie and their entire group of friends as they decide that they're all going to online date to get dates for this university gala that they're attending because they all work at UCSB. So, they're all going to get dates to go to this end of the year gala. And I love the book. And I particularly loved the book because it was so random how this came up, but I was at a bookstore, this cute indie bookstore near me, getting People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry the day it came out. And I was scrolling through. I'd never been to this bookstore, so I was looking through. And I found their little Christina Lauren section. And I grabbed my favorite Half Night Stand because it sounded super cute. Never actually heard of it. Never seen it on Bookstore, but I grabbed it. And then my friend, my bookstore friend Annie and I, we're talking, her at is at the Enamored Bibliophile, so definitely go follow her because she's the most amazing person. But we were talking, we were like, hey, we want to do a buddy read. And I was like, oh, I know you read a lot of Christina Lauren. Like, I have my favorite Half Night Stand. I just got it. Would you be down to do that? She's like, yes, I've already read it, but I'm down to do a really, let's do it. So we did a buddy read. And it was the most amazing thing because we totally, like I planned it out and then we both kind of just binged it and we're like, oh my God, it's so good. And like, we didn't have like a full on conversation, but we're like, oh my God, it's so good. We loved it. It was great. Like we chatted a little bit about it. And then finally I was getting around to recording an episode for this and I DM'd her. I was like, hey, do you want to be a part of my episode? And she said yes. And I'm so grateful that she said yes, because we had the most amazing conversation on Zoom. We finally got to like meet in air quotes you know because we didn't actually get to meet face to face I mean that probably is a long time coming because she lives in Canada and I live in California but we finally got to meet virtually and it was the most amazing conversation we got sidetracked so many times so that's actually probably going to be a thing because the conversation that you'll hear is probably going to be cut this and that in various places because we got sidetracked so many times we talked for an hour and I think maybe half of it was about the book but it was the most amazing conversation and that's what you guys are going to be hearing for this episode I didn't actually have her go through all the motions of like doing all the podcast stuff for with me because I really just wanted to dive into the book. So that's why you're hearing me. And as soon as we get through the intro, you'll hear me and Annie. And I'm sorry if the audio quality is different. It probably will be because I was recording on Zoom. So I was using my headphones and, you know, it's Zoom, whatever. But I need to stop stalling or not stalling, but explaining and blurbing because the intro is not the exciting part of the conversation. The exciting part is me talking to Annie and I love it so much. And we plan to do more buddy reads. So hopefully if I make more full length episodes on the books that we buddy read, she will join me and you guys all need to go follow her because she's just, she's so amazing. And you'll see that for yourselves in this episode. 
Books, TV, music, and movies. All things that make a big impact on everyone. I'm constantly gushing about my latest read to anyone who will listen, so I figured I'd turn my rambling into something coherent that people will actually listen to, which means noting out halfway through. I am Maya Ghosh, thankfully joined by Annie this episode, and this is my take. You're in charge. I mean, I usually start with a little bit on the writing and like, I don't have a ton to say, but if you have anything you want to say about the writing, like feel free. I mean, we can always jump back to this too if you remember something later, like it's not set in stone, but. About the writing. Well, I, I like Christina Lauren's writing. Yeah. Period. Right. Cause it's, it's fun. I feel like it's, so I'm looking at the book. I'm paying attention. I'm gazing at the book longingly. I have my little. (laughs) No, so <laughs> oh see, I I wasn't I wasn't that proactive. <laughs> You're fine. Um, I just don't want to let you down. No, um, you can't. This is just enough. Just having to meet you is like totally enough. It could be like two seconds that ends up in this, and I'd just be so happy. Like, but see that this is now we get to do it more often because it's going to be so comfortable and easy. Yes. Um. Yes. Yeah, so the writing, I like their writing because it feels like I'm talking to a friend. Do you find? It's not overly complicated. It flows nicely. I love the tone and the voice. Their cadence is fantastic. So I just, I love their, I guess, I guess it's just, I don't want to say it's a relaxing read because they're good at pulling emotions and and everything else else out, but I I love their writing style. It's what brings me back again and again to their books. Yeah, there's something to be said about, you said it sounds like talking to a friend and it is two friends writing. So there can be something to that, which I can never imagine. Like I love my friends, but I feel like writing a book with any one of them would be so stressful and difficult. Like I'm with you. You know, I, it same goes. I love my friends, but uh, I think we'd kill each other actually. (laughs) It's like, it's such a stressful and I imagine like emotional process to like write a book. I mean, like I'm working on a project, right? So I've like done some of it, but like, even then I can never imagine like trying to do that with any other person. We, I was, um, oh, I can't remember the name, the Chicklet Book Club. Have you connected oh, with them? I think I've seen them. I don't know if I follow them, but I've definitely like seen the at around. So I, I went, they did uh, Soulmate Equation and I got to go to an author chat and one of the folks asked how they managed to write together. And it was interesting because they said they complimented so each other so well because, and I'm going to get them confused. Christina, they said, was, was is kind of scattered. She's slower. She's not as organized. She's the, the idea, bloop, like it just comes out. Whereas they said, Lauren is more organized. She's more, we have a schedule, we have something and she's more of a fact checker. So it was kind of neat how they talked about how they complimented each other. Yeah, that's cool. It's nice to let my like have found this too. Like I, like I said, can't imagine. No, wouldn't be for me. (laughs) So, okay. So you're a writer as we've discovered. So you must have a lot to say about the writing when you read books. I mean, yes and no. It depends on like the type of book. 
like this book I didn't have a ton to say my main gripe was that it's a half night stand is in the title and yet it's kind of fade to black and I was like yeah you can't do that that's not how it works <laughs> I want the goods right? <laughs> but like with these kind of books I tend to just fall into the story so hard that I don't pick up on like because I'm not a very like simile metaphor sentence structure kind of writer I'm just kind of like I like to write these kind of like connect with the characters fall into a story kind of thing but yeah. like some books definitely I'll like pick it up and like uh, like have you read The Vanishing Half? I haven't it's on my list. Yeah so that's one where I had like a lot more to say or things like that books I think usually for me it's books with like bigger broader topics more like main like racial issues or social justice issues stuff like that where there's like I feel like more to touch on on the writing or like I think I had a ton to say about like Midnight Sun and um, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes just because there was so much where I could like like Midnight Sun was just it was a book I don't know have you read it anyway so what 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 else oh I liked how it was like we got to see all the like screenshots of like the texting threads and like the dating yes. like that was really cool agreed yeah it's I like I actually like the first one I think I, and I'm, I'm not going, The Fault in Our Stars was the first one I think I read where you could see that. Yeah. And I liked it so much better than going and then read texted. And then, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's, it's really good. The visual of it is very cool because it's something that we can relate to. It's the only way people communicate anymore. Yeah. And it's cool how they like, they built it up to, it wasn't just like names. They had like the little icons and stuff. Yeah. And, like, and it adds so much to their dynamic too. Cause that's a big part of like being in a friend group. I mean, kind of, if your friend group like communicates a lot in a group chat, like mine, we're so shit at texting. <laughs> like, oh, that makes yeah. sense. like didn't talk to each other for a while. Cause we all just didn't. Cause also a lot of my friends and I, like we went to high school and middle school together. So we never needed to text because we saw each other literally eight hours a day, like mm -hmm. every day. So, but definitely for their dynamic, it's really like interesting and they're like, it's a huge part of their thing. So it's cool that we get to like actually see it play out and stuff. Yeah, I, the friend, the, the friend group, the friend dynamic, I found these character story and I'm, I'm off cause you've tweaked something for me. Um, it's so cool. I found, even though at the beginning when they were all fighting to go to that year-end party with Reed and not Millie was hilarious yeah she, she's like I'm a girl you guys <laughs> right and I found it interesting though because there was in the beginning I wouldn't have said there was any sexual dynamics at all mm -hmm. but then you dive right in with Reed and Millie and you go like has he wanted this the whole time because she's just kind of like oh this guy's kind of hot like it seems sudden for her right yeah that's definitely interesting because like I kind of have, have you, you've read people we meet on vacation, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. So like, those are like, I've loved that book. Right. But like, I have a little bit of a pet peeve when it's like characters have loved each other for like 10 years and just done nothing about it. I'm like, yeah. there needs to have been something, right? Like you can't just be like, oh, I've been waiting for this for like 12 years. Like, you know, all that, like, there's so many tropes that come along with that too. Um, yeah. But no, it definitely seemed like sudden and I kind of like that. I was like, she's just now realizing like, I like we're throwing it in when Millie's just finally realizing that she is, has feelings for him instead of it being yeah. like this pent up thing. Like, yeah, like he's bending over the dishwasher to put dishes away and she's like, oh, hey boy. <laughs> right? 
but then on the drive home, he holds her hand and I'm like, I don't hold my friend's hands. <laughs> yeah, they're so super cute, especially in the beginning. Like, I mean, throughout the entire thing, but even the beginning, their dynamic was just so good and so fun. And like, I loved them. And like, also, I love Millie and her like serial killer obsession. Like, that was such a funny contrast to. <laughs> I know. It, yeah, hilarious because it, it totally, it kind of shocked me, right? Because you don't, she's so nice. <laughs> and I love how it keeps cropping up. Like, when she doesn't want him to see the dating profile, she's like, oh, it's like sicko porn for work. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. It's definitely an interesting, you've got to wonder, right? Like when these guys are sitting around writing a book and they're like, what job is this person going to have? Cause I find that normally it's, Oh, I'm a writer. I'm an actor. I'm a doctor. Like it's these mainstream. I mean, not that being a doctor is mainstream because it's hard to be a doctor, but it's these aspirational jobs. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you throw in like this super odd, this super odd career choice for Millie, but they've got a few other characters throughout that. Like, have you, you've read Soulmate Equation yet? Not yet. I need to, I keep seeing it. Oh, you have to. It's so cute. And it's, again, it's very different, but it's, um, you just go, really? You made a character a stat to statistician. There you go. <laughs> I ha I was like, I can see it. Yeah, in my head, but I can't say it for some reason. Um, and I just think, what an unusual job for a woman in a, a, a rom com. Yeah. So yeah, you got to wonder where that one came from with her. I know. It's cool though. <laughs> like I like that it's, especially in a rom com too. It's not just like she could work at a university totally fine, and it would just. For sure. But like the contrast of like female serial killers and like it's a romantic book, right? <laughs> Exactly. And then you've got Reed with some, like, what was he in neurology? Yeah, something like that. With your brain. And you think that's so normal. That's so something you would expect a professor to be. And then there's, I mean, because she's typically, right, the woman is soft and sweet and funny. And I found like, they did a really good job with the role reversals here, right, yeah. where you have Millie, who's got a kind of a creepy job, um, who has all these hang ups who can't communicate, has to pretend to be somebody else to get her shit across. And then you've got Reed, who's like, just talk to me. Let's just be open. Let's just emote. Yeah. <laughs> it's so different. I liked that too. Cause I think Reed is like, I love that we're seeing that more with like romance too. And like the broader scheme of things, like having men just be like, like, I don't want us to fall into the trap of like, I say us, the bromance community, whatever. Yeah, sure. into the trap of just completely reversing the roles, and like now all of our women are going to be like standoffish and stuff, and like flipping it. But I like that we're moving towards that, where we'll like see that in books and stuff, where the guys just like just talk to me, like I'm super open and honest, and like <laughs> his emotions. Like I loved that. Because I mean, how many times do you read a romance and? the woman is crying over the man or the woman can't get the man to talk or the man is the strong silent type or he's grumpy or whatever. And you just go, come on guys, get over yourselves. Let's have a conversation. I know. Oh my God. Miscommunication is like the worst. I hate that trope so much. And like, it's it, the worst conflict ever. Yeah. Literally like just have a conversation and sort your shit out. Like you do not. Yeah, right. Like text. If you don't, if you're afraid of the face-to-face -face text, send an email, 
write a letter, right? Just talk about it because so often, right? It's, it's the stupidest thing and it goes on for chapters and chapters and chapters. Yeah. And you're like, 10 chapters of my life and you guys still haven't talked. I know. That's the one thing I appreciated this at the end. They like skipped three weeks and they just told us they skipped three weeks. I was like, okay, great. We're going right to like the resolution. <laughs> exactly. I didn't. So here's, here's a dilemma with this one. It felt like everyone knew what was going on though. This kind of bugged me except the two main characters, right? Because well, Reed didn't, right? Because he ended up finding out and being betrayed by his buddies or feeling betrayed by his buddies. Yeah. But then Millie told him everything. And I, I was like, could you guys not help her? When she's with them and they're like, no, just lie and like have. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck kind of shit advice is that? Like, yeah. Why has that ever gotten you anywhere by just pretending it didn't happen? Yeah. Just don't tell him. Just close the account. It'll be fine. Especially because then you see Reed's internal dialogue and he's like, just literally just admit it. I'm not mad at you. Just admit that this happened and it'll be fine. And he knows and she still won't freaking do it. I know. But that I found some of the moments where like when you see him start to unravel it and you're like, why don't you just ask her? Because he never outright says, are you this chick? right? He's, he gives her meaningful glances. He pauses during certain parts of conversation. Like, just ask, just ask. <laughs> it felt so obvious, too, especially when the like tit typo came up. I was like, how do you not just are going to go down to her office and be like, this is you, right? It's like, yes. how do you not need to know right I then know. and there when you see that? Yeah, it was, yeah. That's a good point, right? Because they've been making fun of her for that. Yeah, because I thought that was going to be like the straw that breaks the camel's back and that was going to open the floodgates and stuff, right? Because I was like, oh, that's so obvious that like that's the typo and they've been building that up throughout the book. And then it was just kind of, he was like, oh, they have the same typo. I was like, yeah. Oh, ding, 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 for sure. No, it's, it was a very interesting, even just the idea and I know that you have to have a premise and I know that they have to be normal, but just the idea of this group of friends going, we're all going to internet date because we need a date for this, this party, this faculty party where Obama is going to be the speaker. I mean, cool. I don't need a date to go see Obama speak. I will be there. <laughs> right. right? That man. You're in a friend group. You're the other option. Usually it's like, yeah. if you're not win a date, you go in a friend group. Like you have that. Yeah. And you would think, like they're a really close friend group. Just rent a limousine pre-game and go. Yeah. But I guess then you wouldn't have a, a rom-com. I mean, you still kind of <laughs> could. You just wouldn't have like the internet dating. I feel like Millie and Reed would still have a great story without the like conflict. Yeah, probably. I, so, but there are some books where I go, I hate conflict. Like I'm like, oh, can't we just, can't we just have a nice love story? But then I've read a couple of books that are just a nice love story. And I'm like, but where's the fight? <laughs> right? True. And, and you, I need the passion. We can't just gen gently fall into love. That's not the same. <laughs> Though knowing Millie and her walls, there would still be a couple fights with them. Oh, guaranteed. Yeah, she's she's got she's to gotta figure some stuff stuff out. See, I didn't swear. I almost did. <laughs> I've already sworn plenty of times. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we digress.
Yes. Oh, what else? I just, I literally kind of just typed up like the plot in my bullet point. So like I'm down to go wherever. Hmm. Oh my God. The morning after cupcake. I just loved that that was a thing. Yes. Yes. I'm with you. I love that. That's she was like, I'll bring him a cupcake. Like that's what we'll do. Everything will be fine. Although if someone gave me a morning after cupcake, I'd probably appreciate it. Yeah. Nice gesture. So, you know, okay. So here I'm off. I'm off. I didn't like that. What was her name? I'm trying to find it. Um, the other girl that Reed goes on a date with. Oh, and Daisy? Daisy. And they're do and cause she's going, she's on as Catherine, right? Millie's on mm-hmm. as Catherine. I didn't like the jealousy aspect of it. Yeah. Right. Because Reed was like, I really like this Catherine girl, but I'm totally going to go out with Daisy cause she's hot. Right. Cause her picture was hot. Yeah. I did like that. Well, like I didn't like Millie's jealousy, but I liked that she would, there was those points where she was like standing up and being like, why aren't you giving both of them a chance? And then that moment when she called them all out and the guys were like, oh, they're not, the girls are clearly not talking to any other guys. And she's like, what, what the hell? <laughs> what kind of world are you living in? Right? Yeah. Yep. No, but I agree. Jealousy is like, it's such a, I feel like early 2000s, like this is so hot to have somebody be so super jealous over you or something. And it's just not anymore. Well, and even because once upon a time, once upon a time, I'm so old. (laughs) Once upon a time, there were, it was hot in a romance novel, right? For men to be physically forceful, Mm -hmm. whether it was sexually or it was, um, yeah, jealousy. They would, you know, bar fights. Oh, he's so hot. He just punched some guy for me. And I, I so appreciate that books now don't do that. Right. And we talked about read sensitivity, but then he was still such a dude, right? Such a dude still. Yeah. And, and they were, and there's Millie going, guys, <laughs> don't be idiots. Right. If you like this Catherine girl, just because you can't see your picture, but you have the best conversations with her. Why are you still talking about these hot chicks? Yeah. No. But I was, I was glad Millie stood up for them. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. And I love that. Like, I know I just, they're dynamic again, seeing that. And all the guys were like, no, like clearly they're not talking to their girls. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I, I am desperately, I desperately want to, because my son's five. I will be a successful mother if I raise a little boy who is not an asshole, right? Because I yeah. think it's almost the default mode, which might be why I like Reed so much, because he's not one. Which was, there was one guy in here, though, who's a bit of an asshole. I'm trying to remember which one it was. Oh, was it Player. Ed? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, Alex. Wasn't it oh, Alex? Yeah. And Ed is the sweet, goofy guy. Oh, yeah, maybe. I You're probably remember. right. I can't. The rest of them blend into one person. They kind of do. I I almost needed, because they didn't really have, and I hate to say anything against Christine Lauren, but they didn't really have distinct personalities. Yeah. Like, she set, they set them up as if they did. Mm-hmm. But then I found that as I read through it, I couldn't tell who was speaking or who was taking which action, because they're yeah, their actions weren't defined or their actions didn't have a personality. 
Yeah. Especially when you're like, you know that you're going in focused on like Millie and Reed and then you have like three other people that are so important in their lives. But it's like, that's a lot of characters to keep straight sometimes too. I feel like books need to cap it at like four. Like you can handle four and make them distinct. And then the rest of them- Or you start getting into like when you have romance novels or romance fantasy and they've got like the family tree at the beginning. And you have to constantly flip back and be like, who are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, I did those so like, so this isn't my favorite Christina Lauren book, mm-hmm. but I think they're one of my favorite couples, if they're, that makes sense. Yeah. No, I yeah. see that. I think I, I've only other read, um, only other read, only read uh, The Unhoneymooners and that oh, was so good. Super cute. Loved them. But. I think I like that one a little bit more than this, but this was definitely like, I know. Yeah, I've, read all, I've read all their books now. Yeah. See, I keep seeing them on your bookstagram and I'm like, I need to get on this. So what else have you got for me? I don't want to leave you without sound bites as we sit here and, and chat in like a, almost like a blind date, which has been lovely. <laughs> I know. That's so, it's very fitting actually for this book that this is like kind yeah. of a blind date situation. Yeah. We've been, we've been messaging. We've been getting to know each other. Now we're meeting. I like her just as much as I thought I would. So maybe yeah. she'll call. <laughs> Super fitting for this book. That's the best sound bit right there. <laughs> there you go. Uh, very appropriate for this book. Yes, very. Yeah. What else have you got for me, girl? Oh. I don't even know because we've talked about a lot of the stuff. Oh, them filling out their profiles. That I yes. the fact that they it was cute, but also the fact that all of the guys immediately turned to Millie and was like, do all my work for me. Like Yes. And that was it Reed wrote it like it was a resume. And she was like, dude, <laughs> you're never gonna get a girl that way. No. He maybe no. would have only matched with actual Millie if he wrote that resume. Maybe this was, she was creating her own drama. Maybe, maybe. But yes, very funny that they were like, you're good at this. Why don't you do it for all of us? But then she does. I know. I've been in those group chats being like, hey, does anybody have the homework? Like, yeah, yeah. Very typically male. Yes. But hers were better. Yeah, they were 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was good. It was so good. I um, This isn't one that gets talked about a lot, I find, of Christina Lawrence, which is really too bad. Mm-hmm. I don't know what order it was in because I'm looking, I'm looking at the publishing date like I would be able to put it in order. 2018. Oh, so I'm not sure. Hold on. I have Unhoneymooners right next to me. Well, right next to me. I pulled off the stack <laughs> of books to get under, <laughs> get to it, but... I want to say this is more recent. Um, where is this date? This was 2019. So it's okay. pretty recent. Then. Yeah. Because I feel like, because Unhoneymooners is getting a huge boost lately. Everyone's reading it, which they should be because it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. But they've got so many other books that just aren't talked about at all. And I feel like this is one of the ones that's not talked about. 
I know it was funny. Like the way I picked it up is actually the day um, people we made on vacation came out. I went to this like little indie bookstore near me and because my mom had a gift card, I'd never been to this one. And I was like, oh, let me like browse around. And I went back to like Christina Warren and I saw this one. I was like, oh, that sounds so cute. Like, you know, I'll pick it up. But I'd never seen it on Bookstar or anything. And then no. I brought it back and it became our buddy read. I was like, this actually works out so super well. It's awesome. And I will buddy read anything with you. And then maybe next time we won't binge read, but we probably will. Oh, this is amazing. I, is there anything else you want to talk about? Oh. I don't want to cut it off, but it's almost bedtime for my little guy here. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, because children. Yeah. No, honestly, we hit all of the like important points. So this was so fun. It was. We need to keep doing this. Can we please? For sure we will. We'll talk soon, girl. Yes, we will. Thank you. Of course. Thank you for joining me. I'm so happy. Yeah, anytime. I, I would do this anytime. This was so much. I was like, what do I need to do? Should I prep? But this was just a great conversation. I loved it. Yeah, that's all we need. It's good conversation. And it translates to the best episodes too. They're so fun to edit. Like I remember editing the one with my two like best friends in it. I was like, usually editing's a slog for me, but that was so fun because I was just reliving our conversation. I was like, this is great. Well, in moments that you forget, I imagine, right? Where you're like, oh yeah. Well, yeah. just make me sound like an idiot. That's all I ask. No, you didn't <laughs> sound like an idiot. So I couldn't make you. <laughs> Excellent. So I fooled you this time, but people are still going to think you're talking to a 12 year old girl because I've got a very young voice. <laughs> Happy editing. Can't wait to listen to it or maybe get halfway through it and go, I can't, <laughs> can't listen to myself. So to wrap up the conversation that you just heard, I actually don't know what you guys have heard because I'm recording this before I actually edit the conversation that we've had, but I love the conversation, so I know the conversation was amazing. I need to thank Annie a ton. I swear to God, like, I cannot thank her enough. She is the most amazing person just to connect with on Bookstagram and to chat with and to, you know, comment back and forth about stuff. And, like, she's just, she's so great and amazing, and I love her so much. She's just, like, she's the most amazing person. And I'm so grateful that we got to have this conversation and we got to do this. And I'm so grateful that you guys get to listen to it. And hopefully there will be more of these. I'm so excited to do more of these. We have a couple Butter Reads plans. Hopefully they turn into things. And if not, Annie, if you're listening to this, if you made it this far in the episode, I know it's hard to listen to yourself talk. So if you made it this far, thank you. And I'm so excited to do more Buddy Reads with you. So yeah, I have been Maya Ghosh. Once again, you heard my conversation with Annie. And this has been my take on My Favorite Half Night Stand by Christina Warren. Thanks for listening. So we're kind of a one-woman show here at My Take, so the credits are not going to be very long. This podcast is produced and edited um, by me. I do all of my own social media. The only person I really have to thank is one of my great friends, Paris, who did the music that is in the intro and that you're listening to now. So thank you, Paris, and thank you all for listening. You can reach me at underscore my take on Twitter and Instagram. And please leave a rate or review wherever you listen to this podcast. That helps a ton. So yeah, thanks for listening.